Hi, I'm Amanda Richardson with the Argus Chemical Sector, and you're listening to our latest edition of Chemical Conversations, which is featuring Craig Berry, our, one of our lead consultants for olefins. And we're going to be discussing what's going on in the olefins market today. So, Craig, great to have you. Thanks, Amanda. Good morning. My first question is um, really around the downturn that we've been seeing this year. Do you think that the market has reached the bottom? Well, um, Amanda, you know, early indications suggest, you know, fourth quarter 22 was likely the market bottom. You know, today, you know, the industry continues to manage operating rates to, you know, to balance moderately improved demand. And, you know, as I look across the different regions, you know, op operating rates in both Asia and Europe have have stabilized since the beginning of the year. In North America, though, we're actually seeing ethylene production increase versus the fourth quarter slightly. But more importantly, you know, the industry made significant reductions in ethylene and propylene inventories during the first quarter. You know, talking to some of the large producers, they're actually indicating they plan to gradually increase the rates in the second half of the year. So we're more than likely reach the bottom here in the fourth quarter of 2022. Got it. OK, we'll be looking for that. So how do you think the market is going to absorb recent and also upcoming capacity additions? You know, the story is a little bit different for ethylene versus propylene. And, you know, that's due to, you know, the timing of capacity additions, but also, you know, the strength of the various consumer versus durable good, you know, markets. You know, ethylene capacity was planned earlier this decade and, and COVID delayed some of the ethylene project startups while the sharp recovery from COVID allowed new ethylene capacity to be more easily absorbed. And consumer demand overall remains reasonably healthy, and we're starting to see, you know, demand in consumers, you know, gain momentum in China. Operating rates, you know, should increase over the next two years, and we have them actually peaking near 90% in 2027 timeframe. On the other hand, you know, Asia is adding significant propylene capacity over the next few years as the market really attempts to regain growth. And durable good demand remains very sluggish. So the rate of propylene capacity versus demand growth is really, really misaligned. And the market will be challenged to absorb all the new capacity. So I expect rates and margins to remain under pressure going forward. I see. What about the impact of decarbonization and circularity initiatives on the market? Good question. We get a lot of, uh, a lot of inquiries about, about these two big topics. Um, you know, a lot of activity, uh, uh, people remain committed, you know, to these initiatives, but, you know, no real meaningful impacts from these initiatives to it really into the end of the decade. There are some first movers that are, I, I believe, that are positioning to create competitive advantage in this space. You're seeing producers reorganize their businesses to take advantage of their low carbon solutions, leveraging their technology and scale as even as potential profit centers. And you're hearing large producers, and I'll name a few, like, you know, like ExxonMobil, Dow Chemical, and even Enios over in Europe are looking to leverage hydrogen as a zero carbon fuel. But, you know, you're, we're expecting a lot of these things not really to happen until the end of the decade. And it's likely that others will follow as the infrastructure and production of hydrogen increases going forward. Now, on the circularity front, um, activity from mechanical recycling is accelerating. But I think one point people need to really understand is that it'll take time to scale up in any real meaningful way when you compare 
recycling to current virgin production. Producers and their key stakeholders remain very committed to these initiatives. And it'll be very interesting to see how far Western producers get ahead of Chinese producers, in my mind, in the development of sustainable or recyclable packaging solutions. And this could provide, you know, Western producers a little bit of a competitive advantage going forward, but I don't really expect the Chinese producers to be too far behind. Got it. Thanks so much for for sharing all that with us today, um, giving us a glimpse into the elephants market. So for if you want to find out more information about Argus's Olefins Outlook and our ethylene and propylene analytics services, you can visit us at www.argusmedia.com chemicals. For Argus Media, I'm Amanda Richardson. Join us again next time for more insights in our Chemical Conversations podcast. <laughs>